This is the NFL show to be named later. Foosball, whatever you call it with them gargantuans. Starring T.J. Weber, Zach Zook, and Big Webb. Brought to you by Bruise on the Balcony. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the NFL show to be named later. Pro football show to be named later, whatever you want to call it. We are going into week eight of the NFL. You can uh, always follow us on Twitter at Balcony Brews Pod. We are part of the Brews on the Balcony podcast family. Alongside Zach Zook and Big Webb, I am TJ Weber. And yes, Big Webb is now back. He's back on the show after a two-week, three-week hiatus. How many has it been? I've been free. I've been busy. You guys been hit me during the day. i got to work for a living. <laughs> I tell you what, uh, we have been able to actually record late, uh, too late for Big Web last week, but now we're back in at a uh, nice 914, Zach. At, uh, at night, not a bad time to record a podcast. We're still up in Adam. Oh, hey, we got double duty a little bit here. We did. I had to do a Linwood Coaches show earlier on, and... Uh, we we got it done though, and now we're up here and we're just we grind. That's all we do. We're just grinders. <laughs> that's that's all we do for a living is grind. Three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven. That's our voicemail inbox number. You can always uh, call into the show and leave your thoughts on the NFL. Uh, boys, we go into week eight, and before we get into week eight, as always, we like to recap what happened last week. Whether it's you know me the king continuing to just dominate you guys, <laughs> or uh, you know oh what, my God. well, it's the truth. And then uh, what listener has really, uh, I guess, solidified themselves as the top picker? And uh, if we go just with us on the panel at the moment, well, the King's still up there. Big big Web uh, right behind me. He gets 10 wins for the week, leads the panel uh, up to 53 wins overall. But the King still has the crown on his damn head. He gets eight wins last week, 54 total, still edging out the master picker himself, Big Web, by one little eatsy-beatsy point. And uh, Zach had seven last week, not Fall, bad. Falling behind a little bit. And man. he's at 49, so uh, he's got some work to do. I'm eight, I'm, eight off, hey. I'm eight off first place, and I am, looks like, four back of Big Web. Big Web. You know, you know that uh, in your rearview mirror, you know, it says objects are closer than you think? Yeah. Look out, baby. Look out. <laughs> oh, Big Web back one. He did make uh, two games on me, though, picking 10, and I pick eight correct. So that's our standings. Me first at 54 wins. Big Web second, 53. And Zach still up there in the uh, – I'm going to make a move second he's, half He's, of he's back a couple exits if we're talking the uh, – looking in the mirror. <laughs> But uh, I don't know if we can see him. He might be a little blip, but he's at 49. Still a long season uh, left. So uh, then we go into Big Web's best four plays of the week. So this is going to be an interesting discussion because we start out with the first two he had. Bam, bam. Two big wins. Rams minus 10.5. Cover. Kansas City minus 6.5. Cover. He's 2-0. and Then we get into what we like to call the asterisk part of the show. He picks Buffalo officially on the record, plus 7.5 last week. However, he says, and he claims, and I can't back him up on this because it was before the game started, that he only wanted that pick if Josh Allen was the quarterback. He was not. It was Derek Anderson, who was also garbage. So, Zach, the question is, are we going to give him this pick? Or Uh... should we just not count it? I I, th- I think we can give it to him. I had that qualifier too with that game. I Big Web, you definitely should have made it known on your on your four plays of the week. You should have been like, "Hey, if Allen doesn't play, this isn't one of my plays." Yeah, it's but, a pro move. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that's, a, that's a pro. That's a pro tip for you in the future. I know I'm behind in the picks, but I knew 
better than to bet on Nathan Peterman and Derek Anderson. So I th- threw that right out there. I right. said, if Allen is, does not play, I am off. But it, it's okay, boys. I, I don't want the picks. I don't want any. I don't want any falsehood <laughs> in my record on this thing. Sure. But I, I know how gambling goes. So we went two and two instead of three and one, and, and and the one was a little questionable too. We'll get to that. But I tell you right now, it you 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 stand by your record. If money was on the line, the money goes bye bye. So I'm not taking credit for anything. I'm just saying we're picking on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Yeah, it's tough. Happen. And the Bills put a bartender out and put him behind a center, and we're in trouble. So, so uh, we'll go ahead. Obviously, he does not get a win, but we'll, we'll say he doesn't get a loss there. So we'll take the asterisk off the notes, and we'll put him right now at still 2-0. Okay. No, no, no harm, no foul. It'll just be a, but a don't non-factor. Get, but don't get used to it now. Don't get used <laughs> to us being that nice. Uh, so he stays at 2-0. Then uh, one that he thinks he also, also should get because Kansas City was on their way to covering the over at 58, and they just hit the damn brakes and said, see you, Big Web, and the rest of the betting uh, universe out there. Screw you guys. Uh, We're not going to get the over. So, unfortunately, Big Web, that one does not allow you to uh, get a free pass, so you fall to 2-1, and but still not a bad week. 57.5. It's 55 points basically at the start of the fourth quarter. Both teams started kissing their sister, and we – we fall asleep and wake up the next morning with a loss. Unbelievable. <laughs> Crazy. Were you, were you watching the game live, Big Web? I was. I was. I was so did, did, I were you just hot when they decided to go for it instead of kick the field goal? Yes. yes that <laughs> was a little upset. But, uh, you know, we've had a lot of positives and negatives in this league for a lot of years, so nothing really surprises me anymore. <laughs> So. so there we go. So uh, Big Web on the week for the best four plays of the week goes 2-1, and one, so not bad. And he's at 16-12 and 12 overall against the spread this season. So the master picker still delivering. Yeah, so there he goes. if we go into the overall standings, so for the week, we go back to uh, the week eight picks. If my computer, sometimes it, it, it enjoys uh, freezing up on I me. I got them here if they don't load for you. There, there we go. We got them. Uh, so week seven goes as follows as uh, – Big Webb on top, he gets uh, 10 wins, as we mentioned, and is up there tied with the leader in the entire pick'em, Colby Wedwick again, just coming out here and just just showing everybody up. He gets 10 wins. Zach Daly also, Columbia, Illinois native, shout-out, also getting 10 wins. And then uh, if you want to call, I guess it would be fourth place, it'd be Andrew Sherping, Blake Stump, Joe Knoll, and Jordan Shrimp, all with nine. And then tied for um, uh, eighth? Eighth, eighth. TJ Weber, Matt Jameson with eight. It's hard to do, Zach, because they all have the same numbers. Oh yeah. So you say they're tied for this, so you have to count them. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't tell you the exact standing. That's why I, I you know, delay like that. Uh, and then Gigi Evans, Kevin McClory, Laura Weber, Mark Hessler, Tammy Wrestler, Zach Zook, all with seven wins. And uh, that's your standings for week number seven. So with that being said, Colby Wedwick still with the crown. As he is up now by two picks he, on he's everybody. Getting, he's getting cocky too. I is let him really? know he had another good week and he was he was really feeling himself a little bit. It's a long year. Oh, it's a long year because it's not just regular season. We go through the playoffs and everything, oh, yeah. Super Bowl, everything counts to the final day, but he's going for that NFL he, jersey. He has had a couple of really nice weeks. I will say that. Oh, it's impressive. What size jersey does he wear? Oh, probably a large. XL maybe. Yeah, probably a large though. 
depends how much right, he eats for Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's All contingent right. on uh what he what he does in the playoffs. If the Vikings make a long playoff run, he may be clo- closer to an XL. He'll be eating healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good luck out there, Colby. Oh, Colby, uh, first place. He's got 57. Blake Stumpf in second. He's got 55. TJ Weber right behind, though. Oh, baby, he's coming for that top spot. He's got 54. And then we have four players tied for fourth place at the moment. Jordan Shrimp, Matt Jamison, Big Webb, and Zach Daly, all with 53 points. So uh, we're all right there in the thick of it. And then there's Zach at 49. He's in 12. <laughs> so uh... Hey, I'm telling you, I've had some bad freaking luck with these garbage time touchdowns. I'm starting to figure out the name of the game with these spreads a little bit, though. But these these teams will just get their asses handed to them. Mm-hmm. A prime example in the Monday night game with that Giants-Falcons. The Giants are just getting absolutely... The, the door's blown off of him. Oh, yeah. And Eli Manning, that mouth-breathing dummy, tries to sneak it in not once, not twice. He gets smashed again. Then they finally throw a fade and get lucky, and they cover the game. That's the type of crap I'm talking about, and that's why I can't catch a break. I got to do better. I'm going to be better in the second half. <laughs> He's calling himself out, ladies and gentlemen. He's going to be better <laughs> as the weeks will move on. Well, let's get into week eight of the NFL, okay? We, we have a lot of matchups that – I mean, don't really impress me in a lot of matchups that are tough to pick. I mean, yeah. I, I had a long, hard thought process of going through some of these games, and I went back and forth on a couple of them a lot. As in, like, I was 100% on this team, 100% on this team, <laughs> yeah. flip-flopped it, became 50-50, went 70-30. Mm-hmm. I don't even know on some of these games what I want to pick, why I picked it. We're going to find out what those are in a second. Once again, I want to remind you, however, that you can follow us on Twitter, at BalconyBrucePod. We have the camera now on. Say hi to our audience out there, Zach, as uh, we're going to start doing more video stuff, recording. And uh, Yes, exactly. Nice. This is the debut of the camera. Debut of the camera, absolutely. We're going to put our locks of the week on Twitter, on Facebook, all that, so people can see our beautiful faces. I know they want to see me. I'm sure they you know, kind of want to see you. And uh, there's a reason Big Web's on the phone. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. They want to see me. Are you kidding me? Just Face kidding, for radio. Web. Just kidding, Big Web. Where is he? Where is he at? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. It's okay. Big Web's not on the phone, actually. He is in the rafters of the home. That's right, yeah. He's up in the attic. <laughs> so so uh, without, without further ado, let's go ahead and get to these games. So we move on to first game, Thursday night football, as the Miami Dolphins 4-3 and three head out to the Houston Texans. Texans are minus 7.5 points. Uh, this game, to me, screams Miami cover. I absolutely yeah. do not love Miami, but they are still 4-3 and three this season. They lost a tough game at home to the Lions last week, 32-21. However, scored a decent amount of points with Brock Osweiler. The Brockett ship, uh, he hasn't landed yet. He's still up there. He <laughs> enjoys flying around and orbit. messing around a little bit. He kind of uh, Everybody's kind of oohing and on at him. So, uh, <laughs> you know, he gets a 31-28 win over the Bears on Sunday. Uh, on, I should say Sunday. On the 14th, which was two Sundays ago. And now he is away against the Texans. They could be a different team away from home. We have seen that. They got their asses handed to them when they played the Patriots 38-7 to back in Week 4. Then they lost the Bengals 27-17, even though they did pretty well against them in the first half. I'm going to take them, though. I think 7.5 is a lot of points to give the Houston Texans at this point. Houston has really kind of 
up themselves back to a pretty good football team. They've won four straight. They've scored 20 points in the last two games against the Jaguars last week, 120-7, and that was also in Jacksonville, which is pretty pretty spectacular for them. But I'm going to take Miami. I have a feeling. Uh, I don't love Houston still. They still have a lot to prove to me. And that 7.5, again, 6.5. I'm yeah. with the Texans, but 7.5. Really? Oh, yeah, 7.5, it, it does enough for me. So give me the Dolphins. Uh, I'm with you. You get agreement from me here. This is one of those you talked about flip-flopping. There are three or four games on this slate that I flip-flopped, and I'm going to take the Dolphins to seven and a half. a little bit too many points for me to lay, and so I'm going to take the Dolphins. It is Brocktober. They come off the bye week now. There's one thing here that I think works in the Texans' favor. If you're a big history guy, I'm a big history guy. I think history always repeats itself eventually. If you want to look historically, the Dolphins' last two years on Thursday Night Football have just gotten obliterated uh, against the Ravens, I believe, last year, then the Bengals two seasons ago. I don't know why I remember that. It's one of those weird things. I watch way too much football. So (laughs) the Texans minus 7.5, I think that spread so big because of their victory over the Jaguars, which we'll get to them in a second, but... Dude, do we know what they are anymore? No. I think they're getting that spread you know, because we were, of the victory over Jacksonville. We are a Jacksonville podcast, we'd like to say, but I don't know. Maybe I, not anymore. I, 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 I tell you what, I'm off the bandwagon. Oh, boy. I, I'm not a Jacksonville. I will not conform. Breaking news, Zach's done with the freaking yeah. Jaguars. I mean, I, they have let me down so many times this season already. And I we're feel not you. even halfway through. But uh, the, here's a stat that made me want to pick the Dolphins this week That I when I dive deeper. The, the Texans were 0-3. Then they have won four straight football games, so they're playing some really good football. Two out of their three wins before they go to Jacksonville and get a victory came in overtime against the Colts. And who is their other overtime victory against? Uh, Miami? You talking about? No, the Texans. The Texans. The Texans. Now I'm sounding stupid because I forgot who, who their other overtime victory well, was. It the, wasn't against a good team. The, and so yes. seven and a half is just a the little Cowboys, too much. Cowboys, 1916. Yes, that's right. And they needed like a... 90 million spin moves by DeAndre Hopkins to get in a field goal range to win that football game. And that was an ugly, poorly played football game in primetime on Sunday night. Now I remember it. So two of their three wins were not very impressive in that Colts overtime victory. Frank Reich went for it on fourth down in his own territory, Mm -hmm. practically handed them the win. So I'm not overly impressed by the Texans just yet. There's a decent chance Miami four and three. I think they're a little frisky this year. I think there's a decent chance to win the football game. So give me the Dolphins and the points. Gentlemen, I'm taking the fish also, and I'll tell you why. They, First of all, Houston beating Jacksonville. Jacksonville is now, our Jacksonville Jaguars are now 28th ranked offense in the league. Yeah. Yikes. And, Cody uh, Kessler got in the game last week. Cody Kessler. Totally, totally sucking on offense. And uh, I think the Dolphins are going to score more than uh, – Ten, they're going to get into the twenties, I believe. Even though Houston's defense is there, I think the Dolphins may even outscore them. But seven and a half, way too many points. Give me the fish. All right, so we're all in agreement. Miami Dolphins getting seven and a half points on the road at the Houston Texans. Next up, we got the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Speaking of the Jaguars, Jags are getting two and a half points. This is actually not in Jacksonville. It is at Wembley Stadium in London. So uh, we will see uh, another one of those games across seas. Well, does it really affect uh, the game for the home team? I'm sure the Jacksonville Jaguars aren't too happy with it. They've been over there a lot, though. They have a lot of fans in, in London. They've been yeah, one of those teams that there like every year. They's, they've consistently been traveling yeah. over there. But in my opinion, it kind of throws home field advantage out the window in a lot of ways because there's a lot of teams that would root for Philly or a lot of people that root for Philly as well, I'm sure. Um, 
this is so tough. This is so tough because I really don't believe that Jacksonville is a terrible football team. I just think they're playing like crap, but I don't think they're a terrible football team like we can hang it up and say they're done for the season. With that no, being said, however— can't overreact. Right. With that being said, the Eagles also are one of those teams that has been sputtering. They should have won against the Panthers last week, gave up a late score to the Panthers and lost 21-17 at home as well. Um, after just destroying the Giants. Now, I know the Giants aren't that great, but the way they played against the Giants, I thought that was the same type of way they looked last year on their Super Bowl run. <sighs> this is tough. This is really, really tough for me. I'm going to go with Philly just because of the offense, because between Cody Kessler and the Blake Bortles situation, the Jacksonville Jaguars have no idea who their quarterback's going to be. There's a lot of, you know, weird stuff going on in that offense, even the receivers. No one knows who their leader is this week, which which you know could really throw a lot of things off. Plus, you're not at home. You're going across seas. You could change it on the travel situation. I'm going to take Philly in this one, minus 2.5. I think it's a low spread, and uh, that's the only reason. I don't I don't love the pick, but I'm going to take the offense. Um, I, I agree with everything you just said, and I'm going to take the Eagles as well. Ultimately, I think the Eagles are the better football team. I do think Jacksonville has one distinct advantage, and it's that – I don't think, unless I'm wrong here, I don't think the Eagles have played a game in Europe yet. Jacksonville, like we said, is pretty accustomed to this. They pretty much do it every year. Side note, there's nothing better than instantly waking up in the morning and you have football all day long. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's a decent game, too. Two teams that at the beginning of the season a lot of people expected to be in the playoffs. The Jaguars have disappointed me incredibly the last couple weeks I've picked I've been on them every week I picked them against the Chiefs to cover they got the doors blown off them they got blown out 40 to 7 against the Cowboys then they lose really the score wasn't that bad that Mm -hmm. was by 13 points it really wasn't even all that competitive against the Texans and it it's part of what Big Webb's saying they they're they have no offense Leonard Fournette has absolutely killed them. He was their workhorse back. They drafted him so high to be the man and the focal point, the Ezekiel Elliott of the AFC in that offense, and he has not been that. And Blake Bortles has not been playoff Blake, the boat that we were seeing at the towards the end of last season. He has been atrocious, and I think Coach Marone said he is going to start in this game, so he's going to have his job back at least for a week or a half, however long it takes for him to rear his ugly head again Mm -hmm. so ultimately i'm gonna take the the eagles here i i I like that the spread is so low and the fact that it's not a true road game for the eagles those are two things that push me over the edge gentlemen is this the uh is this the back-to-back london games yes the first first time they have back-to-back weeks I don't know. Is that yeah. is that true? I, I thought they typically had them back to back. They've had multiple. I know that, but I don't know about back to back. I don't. I think they're trying to give the uh, England English fans over there <laughs> a little taste of what it is to like tailgate weekly, and uh, it'd be interesting to look. I just I don't know the for sure, but it feels like this is the first time I've ever seen them back to back over there. I could be wrong. I don't know. They're trying to get a feel of how the league really looks as a local community. Anyway. Uh, I am totally with you guys. Uh, TJ, you, you, you made a point about this being a tough, tough game, and you're right. It's a tough one to call. You, you know, what what Jaguars are going to show up, and is Philly going to flop like they have and kind of kind of gave up the lead last week? I think uh, I think Philly – I'm taking Philly mainly because of this point spread. The point spread, to me, with the, with the Jags uh, only plus two and a half, lends to Philly winning by a half a point on a field goal. So I, I just I think if, if anybody right now is a little more consistent to be the 
the Eagles, so uh, give me Philly. All right, so our all in agreement, Philadelphia Eagles across the board as they are minus two and a half in London. So uh, interesting, boys. Obviously, <laughs> when's the last time we've gone through two games and all of us have the same exact yeah. picks? I don't think that's ever happened. <laughs> We're all going to get it wrong. That's what that means. <laughs> kind of interesting how that works. By the way, uh, I don't think I mentioned this before we started. Locks the week. So real quick, uh, I'm I'm on I'm on freaking fire, boys. I'm on fire. I'm in three and three no now. Wonder you're, no wonder you're messing that. I had to mention it back. <laughs> New, New Orleans plus two and a half, and don't worry about it. Take it to the bank. You know, Justin Tucker can't hit a damn field goal or a damn extra point. I win that game by I, one, I, cover I picked, by three and a half. Yeah, I picked the Ravens in that. I feel like I should have. They should have covered. They came that game. back. They yeah. came back, but. Uh, I still get to win. New Orleans got it, so I'm three and three. Zach, uh, big pick as uh, Chicago almost screwed you at the end. Ooh. Kevin White makes the grab on the yeah. 50-yard bomb from Trubisky with no time left. Is Ooh. one yard away, yeah. stretches out, but can't get in the end zone. <laughs> and uh, and New England covers that one by. Uh, they won the game by seven. They won the game by seven. You know, uh, Kevin White, high first-round draft pick. That was the best play of his career on Sunday. Oh, absolutely. Should have got in. Should have got in. Uh, minus three and a half, though. Zach covers that, so he's now five and two at locks. Look at Zach Zook. See, I I can pick a couple of the games like with confidence. The highlight, the, the highlighted yes, games. Look yeah, out! I, I can't pick the whole slate apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and then Big Web, uh, the master picker himself, Chiefs minus six and a half hits as he goes four and three. So we're all doing okay on locks. I, I was the one that was really struggling. You I have, pulled uh, your head out a little. I, bit. I've been on a, on a tear. I've been on a tear, if you will. I was zero and three to start the season. I'm three and zero last three weeks. Look at my lock of the week, would you? I'm I'm just on fire. I'm just on fire. <laughs> By the way, Nick Yale still zero and one on his lock from three weeks ago when I was gone. I'm oh, not going to let way, people when forget that. You are that. gone. How, are you going to pick two? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, Nick. you should do it while you're rolling. Yeah, oh, I'm going to. I'm going to be right. picking. Absolutely. Yeah, got to do it. Uh, so we move on. Sorry about that. I had to let you guys know that I'm on fire. Uh, we move to a noon game. Seattle takes on Detroit. The Lions minus three and a half points. Both teams at three and three. Um, yeah, you know, I went back and forth on this game too. Detroit has looked good. They have looked well. better after that Green Bay game. Um, they just after that Green Bay game, I knew they were, they were an offense that was for real. I knew they Huge were a team. Trade today, by the way. Yeah, who was that? I forgot. D- Damon Snacks Harrison from the Giants. Is that right? Yeah, defensive, that's who it was. Defensive tackle. I saw something about it, but I did not He's a read into it. He's a stud. That's that's the problem with the defense. So when Detroit just shredded that Green Bay defense, which isn't amazing, but still was did not allow Rodgers to get back in it. I thought this team could be legit. Uh, get a win last week against the Miami Dolphins, and now they move to three and three. They're a team, I feel like, at home that is a lot different, you know, where they can play well on the road, but they are always consistent at home. They rarely get blown out or rarely have a, a day when they really don't score well at Ford Field. So I'm going to take the Lions in this one. A little biased maybe. The three and a half to scare me instead of two and a half. Seattle's a team that I think can also sneak up on, on people and, and because they don't get much respect because everybody knows they're not the team of old, but they still have some weapons there. They still have, you know, Russell Wilson – playing like he's a top five quarterback every once in a while they destroyed the Raiders but you know it's the Raiders they, they beat the Cardinals but it's the Cardinals they only lost the Rams by two so that's the big thing I see from them however because it's on the road they haven't played well on the road this season even with the two wins I just don't see enough I'm going to take Detroit at Fort Field minus three and a half when we talked about the first game, that Thursday game, when you said the seven and a half versus six and a half is what swayed you from the Texans to the Dolphins, that's how I felt here. I I liked the Lions in this game. I ultimately think that at the end of the season, when it's all said and done, Lions probably have a little bit better record than the Seahawks do this year. Mm-hmm. They have a shot to win the North still. I mean, I, I really, it, it's do. a very weak North. I thought they were going to get blown out, and the way the, the Bears have been playing, I thought the Packers and Minnesota be 
like their usual selves, and they just well, have not been. I think there's not a bad team in the division. I actually, I don't think it's a weak North. I think that all four teams are pr- pretty good. Oh, really? I, I think the team, the team, the most short on talent is the Packers. Actually, I think it's because they've underperformed, though. I think both Minnesota and Green Bay has underperformed. Yeah, that's it, why well, I'd say weak. But that's what I mean. Right. Really. Well, in Minnesota's back to four and two, like they're getting rolling a little bit. I think Detroit, Detroit's not just going to go into the tank. In fact, this is, I think, the best Detroit's looked. You're a fan of the team. You tell me, this is the best I feel like they've looked in, in years. The offense is just moving well, you know, yeah. and they're using different weapons. Galladay is just becoming a stud. Megatron 2.0. I mean, that's Babytron. a big name. That's a yeah, Babytron. There you go. That's a, that's a big name to add to it. I don't see him being that good, but he's very, very talented. And, really? and I think a lot of people overlooked him, and yeah. now they're starting to see what kind of weapon he can yeah. be. No, so. I I think he has the makings of a number one receiver. Well, and carry on Johnson, obviously. I mean, he's just starting to put a run game in there. Mm-hmm. Detroit hasn't had. So, anyway, but. Yeah, well, we, we digress. Yeah. The, the three and a half is too much for me to give, ultimately. As much praise as I've given your Lions. I think I was a little bit wrong on the Seahawks, and so this is more about the Seahawks for me than it is the Lions. This feels like a weird game for the Lions, one that they maybe could potentially drop. If you look at the Seahawks, now again, you mentioned this, it is the Raiders. They kill them, 27-3. Then they play the Rams really competitively to a two-point loss. Now, I know it's the Cardinals, but again, that 14-0 game we were talking about last week that we couldn't think of, that was the Cardinals got up on the Bears at home. Right, 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 right. That yep. was the one we were trying to think of. Seahawks beat them on the road. Then they beat the Cowboys at home. Then they had they played the Bears in Soldier Field on Monday night to a seven-point loss. I think they're a little bit better than I've given them credit for. I thought that they were going to be pretty freaking bad this year Mm -hmm. with I I don't think they're very talented Russell Wilson's kept that team afloat three and a half is a little bit too much for me to give if it's two and a half I think I'm on your Detroit Lions there you go I uh I'm a Lions fan I'm related to a Lions fan kind of (laughs) get me there the uh the Seahawks are inconsistent but like you say Zach they're in ball games I just simply think this this game in the dome is going to be down to a field goal. I'm taking the three and a half. Give me CF. And like I said, I, I'm picking not really with my heart. I think Detroit can cover that, but yes, the three and a half does scare me. If it's two and a half, I think you'd all agree with me that it'd right. probably be the Lions' pick. Well, I think I, yep. you're picking too. You're saying, okay, I'm going to bet on the team that I think's better and more talented. Well, and I'm an offensive guy. I told you, yeah. like that's how I think, and I've had success They're picking at home that in the way. Dome. So that's what I do. Home in the dome. Um, small spread, good offense. That's the way I pick, and I've been I've been pretty consistent. I would say so. That's that's what I want to do until it co- totally just spits back in my face. But it's been it's been working. Pick offenses, pick home when it's small spread. That's what I do. Little inside baseball right there. <laughs> uh, we move on to another noon game. Tampa Bay heads out to Cincinnati. Bengals minus four and a half points. This spread is very interesting. Tampa did not cover last week. I know because I had them. Um, but they they missed by half a point. They won the game by three against Cleveland. But I will say, at home, they looked so good in the first half and then just tanked. They just like Cleveland just continue to just keep coming at them. And Baker Mayfield looked pretty good at the end of that game. But they Cleveland should have had no shot to even have a chance to come back. And they end up tying it, going to overtime. Tampa just totally just shocked me. And then Cincinnati on the other side gets just thwopped by freaking Kansas City. I, by the way, I say thwopped a lot. I don't know if that's an actual vo- <laughs> like thing in the dictionary. I like it, though. I think I like it. Thwopped. They get destroyed. That be your thing. I might, I might add it to my, my, my yeah, resume. If we, if we make videos Inventor now that we have this beautiful video camera, yeah. you could put like the little comic sands, like thwopped, like, like, yeah, on the video. Thwopped. It, it's like uh, what Chris Berman does. Like, whoop, 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 <laughs> thwop. You know, that's what I would do, though. Yeah, there you go. Um, but Cincinnati gets destroyed by Kansas City. 
But again, it's it's Cincinnati, that roller coaster. I told you. I, I've told you guys all year, Cincinnati, just a nice little roller coaster. I think they're back on the up and up this week. They're at home. They did not perform well in Kansas City. Kansas City's way better team than Tampa Bay. I'm going to take Cincinnati here. I, I don't love the 4.5. It scares me a little bit because I think this could be a 3.5, 2.5 type of game. But I'm going to take Cincinnati. I trust their offense. I don't know if Tampa is. I think Jameis might fall off this week. And they just totally just crapped the bed in the second half of the last week's game against Cleveland. So give me Cincy. Yeah, I, th- I think Tampa is one of those teams that is going – you're going to see the slide here coming up. You made a great point. I think they've – flown under the radar as a team that's decent that is not they got off to a 2-0 start since then they're one and three and the Bengals to your point are a much better football team now I understand they get blown out in Arrowhead that's pretty forgivable I think Patrick Mahomes is unbelievable they're the best they're the best football team in the NFL Uh, oh my god yes and I know and they don't even have a defense and I still don't need it they don't need it they'll outscore you score 60 on you They, they don't it's, yeah, if you have to beat us to 60 if you want to win. Yeah. And Ask the Patriots how they beat them. Beat them 43-40. I mean, right. it's, you know what I mean? And, and so I don't put a whole lot of stock into Andy Dalton and them getting beat at the Chiefs on the road. Completely forgivable in my opinion. Bills are, or sorry, Bengals 4-3 and three at home. I think that this one could actually get out of hand. This feels like a game for Jameis Winston, who played at Florida State and now Tampa Bay. Likes the warm weather. He's going to come up. It's starting to get cold in Cincinnati. I could see him throwing three or four picks in this one. Wow. Big web. Gentlemen, I'm going the other way. I'm <laughs> of course going you with are. the Buck, And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Last week, when Cincinnati went over to Kansas City, you knew Kansas City was going to have a solid offense. They're solid on every drive. But you look over at Cincinnati, how many pre-stamp changes can you make as a defense? They were a lot of plays. They were not lined up. They were chasing, switching, going all over the place. They're unorganized on defense. Tampa's got a good offense. I think they're ranked 12th in the league on offense. Give me the Buccaneers. Wow. The board, boy. Yikes. That's a bad goal. All right. Big Web goes Tampa. That's risky. Plus four and a half. I, again, the four and a half scares me, but I just I don't know if Cincinnati will play bad. I just don't know if they'll play down like they did last week, especially at home. I don't know. I Interesting. Mean, yeah. it, well, you guys are way farther ahead of me in the standings, but this is a game that, like, in past weeks, I'd, I'd be like, I'd, I'd turn on the TV Sunday, Bucks will be up by 17. I'm just like, <laughs> well, sweet. Yeah. Didn't see this coming. Exactly. You know? All right, so uh, me and Zach go with Cincinnati, and Big Web goes with Tampa. We move on. Another noon game as the Washington Redskins are on the road at the very, very disappointing New York Giants. Giants are only getting one and a half points, however, at home. Now, I did go back and forth on this for a second, and then I remembered how bad the Giants are. Um, one and a half is way too low. I don't care if it's a divisional game. I don't care if you're at home. One and a half, they're still home dogs, but my God. That's I mean, low. three and a half, I would have maybe gone for, gone for the bait. But one and a half is pretty damn low to, to a Washington yeah. team who is beating a good Panthers team a couple weeks ago who has a good offense that have been they've been running the ball pretty well with AP they don't really need uh, a great passing game but even Alex Smith can step up and, and find his guys at the right time and the defense is good enough to stop I think Barkley on on a decent amount of runs and also cover Beckham here and there they might score a couple touchdowns but I see Washington putting 21 28 points on the Giants in New York so give me Washington I really believe that and Washington has dealt two pieces of its defense. One of their be- their best player on the defensive line, Snacks Harrison, is gone. Mm-hmm. Eli Apple is gone. You are there. It is a fire sale in New York right now. That is a 
terrible football team. Right. Now, they ended up covering last week. The The area where you want the Giants is in that, like, seven range mm-hmm. ar- around there because then they can score that garbage-time touchdown to cover. I, I don't think it's the first time they've done that for a cover this season. So that's, I think, where you're going to want to pick New York. The Redskins are a really good football team. They're another team I think is a little underrated right now. They're an underrated 4-2. and two. I think a lot of people still don't think that they're, they really give them much of a chance to win the division. If the Eagles don't get their crap together, I'm telling you, the Redskins are going to win this division. Yeah, they might. It, Absolutely. They have, they have, they are a true four and two team. Now I know that they get crushed by the Saints on on Monday night, and I think a lot of people were like, "Oh yeah, Redskins aren't very good," but they have beaten the Packers and they have beaten the Panthers, like you said, and mm-hmm. they they beat. The Cowboys, a team that they've historically struggled against the last four or five years, they get that monkey off their back as well. This is a legit football team that has a little bit of a weird makeup, but they're not going to turn the ball over much. They're not going to beat themselves. If AP can stay healthy in that defense with Josh Norman and Brown in the middle, they're going to be pretty tough to deal with. One and a half points is not nearly enough to take the Giants. i tell you what, I feel sorry for for Beckham and Barkley, what great athletes those two guys are! Oh yeah, Grandpa Manning cannot get them the football, and it's an issue up there in New York. It's it's a real problem, and uh, they're just gonna sink and sink uh, a little more each game. I love the Skins defense lately. They're the Skins you watch every week, and they're in the game. I, I was also surprised at this spread. Give me Washington. All right, Washington all the way through, minus one and a half points. We move on to another noon game as the Chicago Bears will host the New York Jets, J-E-T-S, at Soldier Field. Chicago's minus seven and a half points. This is a big spread for me, but another team that really is confusing to me is the New York Jets. Uh, it's, it's, it's not to a point of the Dolphins because the Jets haven't shown enough consistency to be called a, a pretty good football team, but... They decide to play certain weeks, and they decide to fall down on other weeks. I mean, scoring 42 points against the Colts, they were at home, but 42 points against the Colts and 34 points against the Broncos of all teams, and beating them by almost 20 points in Week 5 and Week 6 in those two games, combined 76 points. I'm like, okay, this Jets team might have something here. So last week, didn't pick them in the main pool, but picked them in all the picks, and they get beat 37-17 at home to the Vikings. It just You don't know what this Jets team is. They've shown way more consistency at being terrible than they have at being a good team. This might be another downward spiral, and I think it will be. I think the Bears are going to bounce back after that loss against New England. All the confidence they got out of that game because of how close they played New England, and they were a half yard short of tying the damn game or being down by one and then the extra point, but they almost went to overtime with them. I'm going to take the Bears. Seven and a half is a tough spread, but I'm going to take Chicago. I think they're going to blow out the Jets at home. I really do. I kind of thought I'd be alone in this one, but I'm picking the Bears too, and and I hate it. I would never put money on it, but if I had, I don't like taking it. I don't think the number's big enough for the Jets to cover because I'm with you. Mm-hmm. They they're not a good football team, as you mentioned. And the roller coaster, I think it's because they go as their rookie quarterback goes, and their rookie quarterback is legit, but he doesn't have any weapons, and he is still a rookie that struggles. He really struggled and was uncomfortable facing the Vikings defense. I think. Part of that inconsistency and the roller coaster comes when he faces a tough defense, with the exception of the Denver Broncos, of course, which he performed very well against. But 
the, are the Denver Broncos that good on defense still? They've had uh, a lot of guys walk out the door. 32 fantasy points last week. I mean, oh, I know they, they, they played against uh, who they play. They played a terrible team. Uh, Arizona? Yeah, I think they did. 32 points time. last Thursday. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, they're good in reputation, but they've given up a lot of points this season. I think that the Jets are going to face a very real and very difficult Bears defense on the road at Soldier Field. I don't. I hate the Bears quarterback and Mitch Trubisky. I like the offensive scheme, though. I think that they'll be able to put up in the mid to high 20s, maybe even get to 30 in this one because that Jets defense not very good. I don't think Darnold and those guys can keep up. That's ultimately why I will eat the points and take Chicago. Boys, I haven't seen the weather forecast in Chi-Town weekend yet, but the only thing that's going to slow down the Jets will be a windy, cold, cold day up there. Give me the J-E-T-S wow. Jets, Jets, Jets. Plus the seven and a half points. That's too many points in this contest. Wow. Big web with J-E-T-S on the board. Away from home. Sam Darnold. Poo-poo Sam Darnold. He takes him. <laughs> I, I don't I don't hate that pick, Big Web. The, I, the other no, one seven I wasn't on as much. But, yeah, seven and a half. I, I, I was very close to picking the Jets, too. All right, so hey boys, uh, go ahead. this is a this is a topsy turvy league, and, and we, as we know, there's all kinds of surprises, and uh, you got to pick them, you know. All right, so uh, myself and Zach go Chicago, uh, minus seven and a half. The Jets plus seven and a half, taken by Big Web. We move on to another noon game. Three more noon games on the board. Carolina Panthers, the home dogs in this game, getting one and a half against the Baltimore Ravens. I almost took Baltimore. I did. I know I know Carolina, and this is like my bread and butter on picking. It's a home dog. It's an offense. It's everything that I always pick. But I almost took Baltimore because the way they played New Orleans last week. They're good. And Carolina's defense scares me. I think they are a lot stronger than New Orleans' defense. But you saw John Brown move the ball a lot. You saw Flacco throw pretty well. But but that game was in Baltimore. Okay, so I think Carolina will have a little bit more. Cam is questionable as uh, from what I saw uh, right? on fantasy. I think he's going to be okay. It seems like it wasn't too much. I don't, I don't even know what the injury is, honestly. No. I just saw him as questionable, but that he'll usually play. means that he'll play. Um, so if Cam plays, which I'm sure he will, I'm going to take Carolina plus one and a half. It's just too low. I think Baltimore is still a good football team, but when you have, an, like I said, an offense that can move the ball like Carolina can, like New Orleans can, you have to take the small spread, and they're at home. Give me, give me the Panthers. I'm going to take the Panthers as well. Uh, yeah, as long as Camp plays. Like, do we reserve the right to change these based on extenuating circumstances? I think quarterbacks, later in the week? running backs, and receivers. We can make as, as long as what we say it weather? right here. Nah, the weather I think is no. Get over it. Go play football. <laughs> That's all I say. What, what about like a third string defensive back? No, hell no. Come on now. None of that. Impact players. If the kicker saying. gets hurt and Baker Mayfield has to go kick field goals, well, guess what? You better be rooting for old Baker to make one because you ain't getting shit on that. Okay, so I'm. Uh, that was a, a side point. Uh, yeah, unless Cam, for whatever reason, doesn't miss. And, and a little insight on that, if they are limited in practice, which they'll be doing just to manage him, and if it's soft tissue just to rest him, basically, they have to put it on the injury report, so that's why you'll see it. It doesn't mean that he's in jeopardy of missing the football game necessarily. Right. So, and yeah, que- questionable means a lot of things in fantasy. They say it, it all it the does. time. I mean. Yeah, and, and so I'm going to take the Panthers as well. I think the NFC South is the best division in football. They are really, really good. And, and 
the only bad team maybe in that division is the Bucks, who are still 3-3. Three and three. And as much as I think they're going to slide, they haven't yet. So it's hard to poo-poo them in that division. They're still very competitive typically within the division against the Panthers, Saints, and Falcons. And so... I, I like the Panthers in this one at home. I think that this is a bad matchup for the Ravens. I don't think that they'll be able to keep up with the high-scoring Panthers offense. And therefore, give me Cam. Gentlemen, you guys have an advantage on me on this team, this Panthers team, and this whole year because Cam Newton is a halfway player. He tries sometimes and other times he doesn't. And I, I already had my Opinion. loss with the mid so I'm not picking this clown anymore. So... I am taking Baltimore, and Cam Newton can take a hike. Give me Baltimore. All right. Uh, and, and according to uh, the fantasy app for ESPN, it says Newton was limited participant in Wednesday's practice due to a right shoulder injury. Bill Voth of the Panthers' official site reported. Um, it says, though, however, and a lot of mumbo-jumbo, he doesn't appear to be in danger of missing Sunday's game against the Ravens, but his status bears watching as the week goes on. So that, we will look at that. That right shoulder yeah, you know, you know is the same shoulder, shoulder he's had trouble with right. in the past. Yeah, he got that shoulder injury from patting himself on the back. That's what <laughs> told you, Big Webb just does not like that <laughs> Cam Newton. <laughs> does not like that Cam Newton. All right, so uh, TJ and Zach take Carolina, and Big Webb hates Cam, so he takes anybody <laughs> they play. Um, That's right. Next up, we got the Cleveland Browns heading out to Pittsburgh as the Steelers are minus eight and a half points. Cleveland losing last week. Another overtime game. Another overtime they game. They played five of them, I think. Five right? overtime games this season. Five. Is Jeez. it four or five? Is five. It five? I think it's five now. Wow. Five Jeez. overtime games. They lose it, though, again. They lose again. Uh, of course they do. I had the Browns, too, I'm pretty sure. So <laughs> thanks a lot, Cleveland. This is a big spread. I, and the only thing I like about it on Pittsburgh's side is they're at home. Uh Eight and a half is a lot of points. It is. A lot of points, especially in a divisional game. But I'm going to take Pittsburgh. I, I really think that they're going to score a lot of points. I, I think it's an Antonio Brown kind of day. I think James Conner is going to score a couple on, on the ground. I see Pittsburgh putting up 30-plus in this, and I don't know if Cleveland's going to be able to keep up. If they will, I believe they'll score 20, which is not going to be enough. 30 and 20 means you win eight and a half points. I'm going to take Pittsburgh. This is a game I feel like the Steelers are going to dominate. Maybe the Browns get a garbage time touchdown and shaft me again. But the, this is a game, and, and I know that I've kind of been on the Browns with Big Web the last couple weeks. The, I'm not going to try to outthink the room on this. This this Look at the, the history of this game, and, and it tells you all you need to know. They're going to be at Heinz Field. I anticipate the Steelers just kick the Browns' ass in this one. I will tell you, gentlemen, yes, they've been in five overtime games this year. Let me guess. He's going with the Browns. Remember, the first one was against Pittsburgh. It was in Cleveland, and they played them tight. Cleveland should have beat them. Eight and a half is too many points. For a team that's had five overtime games. I I guess I see the logic there. I mean, if if they go to overtime in five of their seven games so far, you would think of, I mean, just logic would tell you eight and a half is too much. Exactly. That's what I'm riding on. So you're we'll taking you're taking Cleveland, huh? <laughs> I am taking Cleveland. Sir. Okay. Well, Browns <laughs> plus eight and a half. Better help out Big Web. Those Pittsburgh Steelers are coming to town, baby. Is it going to be Big Ben weekend or I, a Big I, Web I weekend? I think it's going to be a Big Ben type weekend. I yeah. don't know. I, Big Web's against me on a lot, so I got to root against Big Web this week. Big, Big Ben's going to be crying. Yeah, let's <laughs> see about that. Uh, move on to the last noon game on the sheet. We have Denver heading out to Kansas City. 
Chiefs minus 10.5. No respect for the Denver Broncos, no, the divisional none. foe, the big rival of the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Ten and a half is a lot. It's a lot of points. Nine and a half would have been ideal for me to love the Chiefs. I still like them a lot. Um, Patrick Mahomes is, is the real deal. I mean, he's a damn robot. He just he, he's he's so and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean the guy knows how to throw the right pass at the right time. He's mobile. He's smart about what receiver to use at the right time. He uses different weapons. Kareem Hunt had a great game last week against the Cincinnati Bengals. Give me Kansas City at home. They're they're not only are they a great team on the road, they're a fantastic team at home. And that defense even likes to get pumped up at home, even though they're garbage. Give me Kansas City ten and yeah. a half. I don't care about the spread. They should kill Denver. They match up so well with Denver. This is a sucker bet, in my opinion. I think Kansas City is going to kick their ass. There's I hope so. Hashtag analysis. So <laughs> uh, the Broncos, they match up with them pretty well, too, because they they get them at home. And you saw what they did to the Bengals at home. They get a Broncos offense that is bad. Case Keenum is not a good quarterback. And you, you see the defense feeds off the offense. They feed off the crowd. They'll play a little bit better than they will in a, you know a typical game. They I think they're getting they might get Eric Berry back this weekend. I'm not sure if it's this weekend. He's coming back eventually. I think they're going to get Barry and Houston back soon. And so if they if they come, that makes me like them even more. But uh, it, I like the Chiefs ten and a half regardless. Patty Mahomes, I, I he's going to put up in the 30s, and I don't think Case Keenum has enough to to cover that. The Broncos are one of the uh, toughest pass rushes that the Chiefs faced all year. But I think that's going to go to their benefit, actually, with Mahomes' mobility, being able to get out of the pocket. They'll be throwing screen passes. They'll be rolling out. I think the pass rush of uh, Denver is actually going to help the Chiefs. And uh, I I think they're going to cover the 10.5. Give me the Chiefs again. All right, so we all agree this time. We're all friends. Uh, we all take the Kansas City Chiefs. I'll tell you what, though, Zach, you and me, besides one pick, have picked the exact same picks. Really? Okay. Uh, the only one different is you took Seattle, I took Detroit. Everything else has been right through. And all Big right. Web hates I us. Guess that, He's that's completely a, different. That's that's good for me then, I guess, since I'm a little behind and you've got a little bit of picks on me here. Hopefully well, me and you are going to shoot up the leaderboards this week. You like that, Big Web? You ride the coattails of the king. That's what you do. That's how you win games, baby. This will this will be an interesting week. There's a lot of picks where you guys are you're two and I'm one. I mean we're right. I'm against you guys on a lot of them. Oh yeah, I'm telling you, it could separate. Zach could catch up with you, and and then he he wouldn't be behind yeah. for me that much. Much more as you know. Well, what I mean? if TJ and I hit on a lot of these too, with with not even just us three, but the rest of the pool, we're gonna shoot up. I bet. Look out! Look out, baby! All right, we move on or, to. Uh, go ahead. Or the right. flip of it. Yeah, or we're gonna. Crash and burn hard. Go way down. Yeah, we don't worry about that. We worry about our hypothetical, yeah, not yours. Not worried at all. Yeah. Uh, Indy <laughs> heads out to Oakland, 3.05 p.m. Central Time, 4.05 Eastern, if you like uh, numbers. Oakland plus three and a half points. They're terrible. God, they're bad. God, they're bad. They get rid of uh, Hide your eyes. Amari uh, Cooper. He's gone. Uh, I don't know what to say about them anymore. They're just not good. No. Derek Carr. A little bit of a spirit win this week. Says he likes being a Raider. whoop do freaking do You guys suck. Uh, Indy, minus three and a half. I, I can't believe the spread's this low. I know their defense is not good, and they're away from home, but Andrew Luck should kill Oakland's defense. Give me Indy. I, I don't know what else to say. That's it. I We're actually going to disagree on this one. I, you I, love those Oakland Raiders. They don't do shit for you, ever. Yeah. Well, okay, well, the only reason I pick them is because they're at home. You should be able to lose to the damn Colts. By a field goal or less, well, right? Uh, 
I, they have to play better. Like, their fan base is going to revolt. Like, this feels like a game in which, you know when the 49ers lost Garoppolo for the year? It's almost like a, a face-saving game, like a pride game for them. The Colts are not a good team either. Like, I, I know we, we scored 30-plus sh- points in the— okay, uh, well, they're still 2-5. and five. I don't care. They got a, they got an offense, baby. They got they, an offense. They do Oakland, have an offense, Oakland doesn't have you shit. like offense. Oakland doesn't have shit. Oakland has nothing. They don't have offense or defense yeah, or a coach Lynch, that gives a shit Mar- right now. Marshawn Lynch is on IR, too, which yeah. doesn't help. Mm. I, I, you know, I have no logic behind this. <laughs> I, I don't care. It, it's it's one of those where the black hole in the Raiders, this organization has got to win win or lose by less than a field goal. I feel like it's at least going to be close. I, I know the Colts are the Colts are a better football team. I concede that, okay? But the the fact that the Colts are going to be on the road in this, you typically give a field goal for, for home and away, right? So Raiders plus three and a half, I wish it was higher, and I wouldn't bet this game, and I'm not confident about it at all, by the way. <laughs> but <laughs> As he backs I'm, himself up. But, hey, I'm going to take them, I, and I bet you I bet you the hit. Just because I'm not confident in them. The ones I'm confident in, I lose. The ones I'm not confident are the ones that I get some bullshit cover at the That's end. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Zach, whatever you want to bet on that, you just let me know. Hey, uh, <laughs> the, uh, I'm definitely taking the Colts here. Gruden surprising me that he hasn't improved this ball club yet. I, uh, I don't know that uh, they're going to be – this bad all year, but this isn't the week to come back yet. I, yes, uh, it is, Big Web. <laughs> but, uh, uh, give me the Colts. Give me the Colts here. We're going to talk uh, about this game next yeah. week, win or lose. I'll face the music if, if they don't. Once, once the, when the Indy beats them 30 to 17, <laughs> then I'll, yes, we can talk about it. All right, so uh, Zach and I disagreement for once, and I really disagree with this one. He takes Oakland. Yeah, you you hated that. I hate that pick. Me I guess and, Big Web hates it too. Maybe maybe all of America because they've been biting in the ass all week all year. Oakland has killed you on a spread. They, they, killed they you. They have killed you. You you like a, a closet Oakland fan or something? No, I actually I actually think they're a dumpster fire. I hate them. I don't know why. I've I don't know why. I've you just think Gruden's the guy. Well, they, they are they're a statistical darling offensively. They like. They haven't been the last week or so, but they were actually a really good offensive team. And they just the traded their best their best weapon. Yeah, so, they, they traded another. And by the way, I know, you know. Carr, I know Carr loves being a Raider and all. I think he's next. <laughs> Hopefully he's not doing shit. Uh, okay. And by the way, by the way, that's the first time anyone's ever said darling on the football. Team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I never heard go. darling. Dad doesn't like darling or doily or any words like that. He don't like the D word. He doesn't like thwop. The doily word. Uh, thwop, thwop's like a little thwop. It's like a little, you know. Now that's that's all right. That's all right. It's like a Chris Berman esque. All right, so me and Big Web take Indy, and uh, Zach's got the Oakland Raiders for some reason. The Next Raiders. up, we got uh, the Green Bay Packers. We'll head out on the road to the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams undefeated at home, three twenty-five, and the spread is nine and a half. Aaron Rodgers getting nine and a half points, unheard of, right? Yeah, totally agree that it should be that. I take the Rams all day, every day. Rodgers is hurt. Defense is bad. They're going to L.A. Rams are too good. Uh, I can see this game being 35-25. to 25. Uh, It's going to be close, I think, but I still got the Rams. I wouldn't take it if uh, I had to pick my lock. I would not take this Rams minus 9.5 yeah. because giving Rodgers that much is, is scary, but I think they will roll enough to cover the spread. I will take the Rams against your Green Bay Packers. Sorry, Aaron. Yeah, I... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not looking forward to really having to watch this. I, mm, it, yeah. it, it's one of those things where... I'm going to take the Packers because you're giving Aaron Rodgers, who's one of the 
best quarterbacks in NFL history, nine and a half points. I kind of wish it was double digits, to be honest with you, because I don't think they're all that talented. But you give Aaron Rodgers that many points, I feel like they'll hopefully they'll get off the mat here in this one and be competitive. The thing that honestly scares me the most about this team is not necessarily the high-powered passing attack. It's Todd Gurley. Yeah, absolutely. Historically, when the Packers have to face guys like this, they just run all over them. Mm -hmm. And if they can stop Gurley, they have a better defensive line this season than they have in years past. Kenny Clark's really become an asset to them. And uh, Mike Daniels is really good down there, too. They lost Mo Wilkerson for the year a couple weeks ago. And that hurts. But I hope that they'll, they need, there have been a lot of criticism in Green Bay. I, I don't think the national scope is focused on it very much because they haven't been all that relevant. But as a Green Bay fan that's in the media, I know that there's a ton of pressure on these Packers the next couple weeks. They got the, the Rams this week, they got New England next week. So you're going to find out a lot about this Packers team the next two weeks. There's a lot of pressure on this team to prove whether they are going to compete for a playoff spot this year or whether they are going to go into the tank and be a bad football team again. And so I think it starts this weekend. I think the Rams actually, this is why I put the Chiefs above the Rams. You can get after the Rams defense a little bit. They're not that they're not that good. They lack a pass rush. They've been bad on the back end. They I don't know if they get a keep to lead back. Their linebacking core is not very good. You can score points on them. You okay. can. Okay. Okay, at home. Okay. Okay, dad, what's up? <laughs> Hello. Hey, uh, <laughs> Vegas. Vegas is on to the Rams. Vegas is on to the Rams. The numbers are starting to go up. If they're giving the Green Bay Packers nine and a half, what are they going to give the next Patsy? 17. I'm telling you right now, this is still a gift right now for the Rams. I'm taking the Rams minus the nine and a half. They are still a low enough spread here to get it done. Uh, but you watch next few weeks. You'll see the Rams giving up 13, 15, stuff like that. I agree. And that's major, the thing. Everybody says Aaron Rodgers, this, Aaron Rodgers, that. I mean, I know they had a bye week, but the dude's hurt. The dude is not fully healthy. It's just He's that's not. how it is. And their defense. He, sucks. he is hoping to play without the brace this week. Period. God. That's just, I mean, you're playing with fire. And then just. I, I think so, the, too, by the way. The Rams got the rush, you know, they right. got a talented defensive line. So it doesn't it doesn't spell well for, uh, for Rodgers. Uh, so Zach takes Green Bay plus nine and a half. Don't hate the pick. I just think the Rams are that good. I'm taking the Rams minus nine and a half. So is Big Web. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't cover it. By the way, I mean I could see them getting the doors blown off of them. You never know. They're not a very talented football team outside Rodgers and some skill guys on offense. But they they got they got to be competitive. They have to be competitive in this game, or, or Green Bay is going to lose it. San Francisco heads out to Arizona, three twenty-five uh, Central Time as Arizona will be minus one and a half. When's the last time the damn Arizona Cardinals have been favored in anything? Uh, this is a terrible game. I think San Francisco is a better team than Arizona. I think they've shown more on offense. I, if Matt Breida's healthy, I think he'll do a lot out of the backfield against this Arizona defense. Uh, I'm going to take San Francisco. I'm not going to watch a bit of this game. I hate this game. I really don't like this game ever. Uh, but give me Frisco because I feel like it. Who cares, Bull of the Week? Exactly. <coughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Frisco as well. I think the Cardinals are frisky at home, and this is one that I went a little bit back and forth on. I ultimately sided with the 49ers because of Kyle Shanahan. That offense hasn't looked as bad as I thought it was going to under C.J. Beathard. After that game against Green Bay, I looked at them a little bit differently as like a bad yeah. team, but a bad team that has shown signs of 
of a being okay. A bad team that can score points. Right. And Arizona hasn't shown me, show me anything. Yeah, that's what we're talking about here. It's it's about scoring points and covering spreads, yep. right? And the they're, they're dogs in this one. They can – I mean, it's basically a pick them, but they're still one-and-a-half-point dogs. So, yeah, I, I think Frisco has a pretty good chance to win the football game, about 50-50. You're right. I'm not going to watch it down to this thing. I hate the game also. It sucks. Uh, if you want to get a nap, I'd watch this with some golf on Sunday. Put them to sleep nicely. I'm going to take Frisco for one reason, one reason only, is I get to pick third, and you guys took Frisco, and I don't want to lose any ground because it's a stupid game. <laughs> all right. That's a smart man right there. Smart man. Uh, Frisco all the way around. A strategy there. Yeah, it's not a bad strategy. He kind of sneaks it in right there. He gave us one of his, his tips. Maybe I'll have to change around who goes first sometimes. Uh, <laughs> head out to Sunday Night Football. New Orleans will be taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings minus one and a half. When I said I went back and forth between a lot of games, this is number one on my list. Um, I love New Orleans. I pick New Orleans all the time. But Minnesota has been playing better. They're 4-2, and two, as Zach said. They're at home. Drew Brees on the road is a different quarterback against, uh, against good teams. Against bad teams, he can do whatever he wants. Minnesota scares me. Um, they do. I don't know why they scare me more than Baltimore. I, I was so confident in that pick last week with New Orleans. They almost gave it up. But it's because of the offense that Minnesota brings. You know, Minnesota not only has a good defense, they have an offense that if Cousins plays the right way, it's all about Kirk Cousins because the run game without uh, Dalvin Cook because he's up and down. They don't know when he's going to be back, but Latavius Murray's up and down. It's the passing game. If Cook can, can I'm not. I'm sorry, I'm totally out of it. If Cousins can do his thing, if he can find Thielen like he always does, if he can find Diggs on top of finding Thielen all the time, he's going to be able to just shred that defense. And I don't think Breeze has enough to keep up with Minnesota's offense if their defense plays to the top level that they are. This is a tough game. I went back and forth. I'm going to take Minnesota because they're at home, minus one and a half, too low of a spread. I went back and forth. I can't wait to watch this game. It's going to be great. And Minnesota has been beat up a little bit defensively. They're getting a little bit healthier. Now, they did lose Xavier Rhodes, got carted off the field with an ankle injury last week. They think that it's 50-50 if he can play. I think that's a big loss for them because I don't know. If he doesn't play, I don't think they have anybody on their team that can cover Michael Thomas. However, that being said, they're probably going to get Linval Joseph back. Everson Griffin is coming back as well. I heard something that he's not going to play this week, that he's actually going to play next week. But I, 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 I'm a little foggy on that. I love the Saints, too. And whenever they get a road game in a dome, I typically like them because I'm, I know I'm going to get a better line. And I feel like if they're on the road in the dome, they're still pretty good because they're just used to playing indoors. Mm-hmm. That Minnesota game last year that the Saints should have won. They had that miracle in Minneapolis, and that's how the Vikings advanced to the NFC Championship. But the Vikings controlled that game for much of the first three quarters in that one. They were the better football team last year. I, I, I like them because it's at home, and, and the, I, the spread's pretty favorable. It's not like I'm giving up a lot of points. It's basically a pick em. I think the Vikings need this game. They were playing in an NFC North that's really tight, and so give me the Vikings. I like the Saints here, boys. They're mm. five and one. They're playing better on the road this year. I uh, I don't really like the way Cousins played last week. He he was inconsistent. He hasn't really put it all together. And uh, give me Drew Brees. Give me the Saints. All right. So Dad takes New Orleans. I don't I don't hate that pick either. Like I said, I'm very I'm fifty one fifty one forty nine with the Vikings. Yeah. It's very very close. Uh, so me and Zach have Minnesota, and Dad has New Orleans. 
as they are getting one and a half on the road. Finally, we have Monday Night Football. New England heads out on the road to take on Buffalo, the biggest spread of the weekend. The Bills are getting 13 and a half big old points. Man, um, I would take New England all day, every day. I should, and I know Buffalo sucks. I know they are so bad. I I know that. I don't know if Josh Allen's coming back. I don't know who's starting next week. I'm for some reason though. Whenever New England comes to town, the defense steps it up. They always do. It's a division game. It's a division game. It's in Buffalo, uh, and their fans become an extra just craziness of the uh, crazy level. I mean, they just, they just like pump it up like times ten. I'm going to take Buffalo in this. I really am. Uh, I, I The spread is huge, 13.5. New England's a great team, and I think Buffalo's going to sneak a couple touchdowns in here and there. I think they're going to get in the end zone a couple times on them, and I think 13.5 is way too big. I see them winning by 10, uh, and that's it. And New England's on the road. It's a tough game. Divisional games we mentioned. Give me Buffalo plus 13.5. Buffalo's getting 13.5 at home on Monday night for Bills Mafia, a – fan base that hasn't had Monday Night Football there in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the Bills, too. I, I thought I'd be on an island with this one. For I thought you... If there was a pick I had that I thought you guys were going to give me shit on, I thought it was this one, not the Raiders. I thought I was going to get Oakland and killed. Green Bay. Oakland and Green Bay, man. I thought I was going to get killed for picking the Bills, <laughs> but it, the, the Pats are not good on defense, and, and that's I ultimately why I think 13.5 on the road is, is just too much. Hopefully, the gods will shine on us, and Allen will be back. Mm-hmm. And their other two, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't cares? know. They, they might have to put Shady McCoy back there and run some Wildcat or something or score a couple defensive touchdowns. But you're right. That place is going to be rocking. Mm-hmm. They are going to be if, – if there was snow on the ground, they'd be throwing snow at Booger McFarlane on Monday Night Football. Luckily for Booger, I don't think there's going to be snow in the forecast. But, uh, yeah, 13 and a half, ultimately too much. Gentlemen, I will take the consistency of Tom Brady over the Buffalo Bills on Monday night. All right. Uh, If if Allen starts, it could come back to bite me, but I just think the Pats are too consistent and uh, Buffalo's struggling, so I'm going with the point, or I'm going with the favorite. We'll see what happens. All right, Dad's got New England plus, or I should say minus, 13.5, and and me and Zach have the Buffalo Bills. So that'll do it for the picks for week number eight. Before we wrap it up, though, we have our locks of the week. Let me tell you something. I'm on fire. You better listen to me. I'm the king. I got the crown. I'm I'm 3-3. I was 0-3. Now I'm 3-3. This is what you need to do. If you want to win this week, listen to TJ Weber. Cincinnati, minus 4.5 against the Buccaneers. Jameis has got nothing. Their defense has got nothing. They gave up too many points in the second half to Cleveland. They're a bad team. They're not a good team. Cincinnati's a good team. They got embarrassed last week against Kansas City. They're coming home. A.J. Green, two touchdowns through the air. Andy Dalton's going to just rip them a new one. Give me Cincinnati, minus 4.5. That's my lock of the century. Take it all the way to the bank. Like that? Is that's what ESPN guys do? They get into it and they start throwing their hands. They start doing. It. Yeah, that's what yeah, they do. You gotta get passionate nice, about it. You, nice performance. Thank you very yeah, much. You gotta Appreciate get passionate it. about it. You gotta sell me on why should I pick Cincinnati? Exactly. And I did. There I you think go. You did a pretty good you're going, job. You're going to the betting window as we speak. It, they're one of my favorite games on the board because what I I mean when we picked the game, I told you I thought they'd kill them. Mm-hmm. Um, my lock of the week. I typically try to stay away from road teams. This is gonna be second week in a row. I'm picking a road team. Give me the Redskins. Oh, I, I I swear to God, I thought you were going to say Raiders, and I almost laughed in your face. <laughs> I almost did. I oh, almost no. did. No, no, no. They're one of my least confident picks, <laughs> but I'm picking them nonetheless. Uh, mm, so Respected. I, I'm going with the Redskins as my lock here. They are plus one and a half. The Giants are plus one and a half, I'm sorry, at home. And the, Giant, the Giants are awful. They have 
the mouth-breathing dummy Eli as their quarterback <laughs> that cannot throw the ball to Odell even on a slant. They have Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, Saquon Barkley. They're starting to fire sale their pieces on defense that has already underperformed. The Giants are terrible. They're a bad football team. They're maybe going to win one or two more games, I think, the rest of the season. I think the Redskins have been underrated so far, so give me Alex Smith and the Washington Redskins. The hot takes are flowing. Big Web, what do you got? Gentlemen, I'm four and three, four and three with the lock of the week. I'm going to a non-traditional team. You don't hear a lot of this team from me. The Indianapolis Colts will cover against the hapless Oakland Raiders. No, they won't. Boom. Give me the Colts and the lock of the week. I love it. I love it. I almost did the same (laughs) thing. I almost did the exact same thing. Did you switch it just to spite me? No, I really didn't. I really didn't. Oh, did the Big Web, you mean? No, no. I I was saying, were you going to switch to the Colts (laughs) just to spite me? I thought about that. I really (laughs) did. Just for giving you shit. I almost did it, but I did not. Indy, (laughs) minus three and a half. I don't don't hate that pick. I don't hate the pick. I know Zach does. I don't hate the pick at all. I, I don't I don't hate it, but it's like you want to like the, the Colts are two and five. Yeah, I under I like Andrew Luck. I like him. I think he's good. I think he's about the only good player they have. I take that. What do you got? You got anything else? Hey, <laughs> I'm telling you, that that's it. That's doing something man. while we were talking about this, that. This this team this team is about to roll and they got a patsy right now. They played a good game last week, and they got a patsy right now, and they're going to take some momentum. I, I, I like the Colts a lot this week. All right, so you have it. Locks of the week. TJ, Cincinnati minus 4.5. Take it to the bank. 3-0 in the last three weeks on Locks of the Week. Zach, Washington minus 1.5. Big Webb has Indy minus 3.5. That's your Locks of the Week. 5-2 and two on Locks. 5-2 and two on Locks for Zach, the leader on the table. Big Webb at 4-3. and three. Uh, Dad, before we wrap it up, before we wrap it up, First of all, I want to let the listeners know, at Balcony Bruce Pod on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, call us, 314-877-8597 for a voicemail. If you want to give us your locks, we will put them down. We'll either give you props the next week or we'll make fun of you. But we will bring in your picks if they're before the start of the game on Sunday or Monday. So let us know, 314-877-8597. Finally, Big Web's top four plays of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, do yourself a favor. Take that piggy bank, fire it on the ground, crack it open, and take that tag. Put it on the over in the Buccaneers-Bengals game because I'm telling you it's going to happen. Okay. That lousy defense of the Bengals is going to be like a paper thin, and Tampa's going to roll, and Dalton's going to throw the ball too, and it's over city, Tampa at the Bengals. Okay. Now, let's move over, and let's talk about some favorites here we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna take the colts because we like them all day we like them in the picks we like them in the in the lock and we like them in the picks of the week we right love here. them we love them we love the colts that's two picks now i'm gonna go ahead with the rams minus the points let's take that as number three and give me the saints as my fourth pick but i do have one other little bonus pick for you guys it's very important. What you want to do is tease these favorites these weeks. This week, we got a lot of fat spreads. Okay, you want to tease the Rams. That nine and a half could turn to two and a half real quickly. Okay, Kansas City monster spread of ten and a half that could turn into less than a touchdown real easily with a teaser. Okay, and go ahead and tease 
that over that I said, just for a little help, a little seven-point teaser, knock that down a little bit, and enjoy your cash. You heard it right here, boys, on Bruising About you. Nice. Way to go, Big Web. So, according to Odd Shark, the over-under set at the moment on Tampa-Cincinnati could change is 54. So, Dad says, hit the over on 54. And uh, Odd Shark, the public also agrees at 61% for hey, the over right now. what's Odd Shark on that Raiders game? Just for shits and giggles. The Raiders... Uh, it is sixty four percent on Indy. That's so. There you go. I wish it one was of the like, biggest numbers on the board. I wanted to say it was like eight. I want to. I want it like eighty on Indy. Then I'll feel better. Guess what the bigger number is that I see right now? Philly against Jacksonville. Philly sixty seven percent of the public on them. That Unbelievable. Me a little bit. That's that, crazy. That almost makes me want to pick Jacksonville. That's crazy. But that's because oh. all those English people go to the bookies. They they spend a lot of money. They like to bet. Yeah. That's what's going on over there. All right, so there you go. Tampa, Cincinnati over. Indy minus 3.5. Rams minus 9.5. New Orleans plus 1.5. And, and then also tease all of them? Tease those favorites. Tease, tease those favorites. The, tease the Rams. A- explain that tease. to people that don't understand what tease means. Tease means buy yourself some points. On these betting sites, you can either tease it in a 7-point increments or 6.5-point increments, or you can actually go in the parlay tab and buy points buy that spread down to where you want it It affects your odds yes but it also gets you in much of a better position like we have discussed in the past you lose a game by half a point and these spreads these guys that set these spreads are so so damn good but that's how we beat that so so damn good spread is by teasing it and changing it and rocking it down so yes tease your favorites including the rams and the over in the Bengals game and Kansas City. Those are the three. Three-way teaser right there. And I would make it so that's less than a field goal where you can get it, less than a touchdown where you can get it. Yeah, I, I love the the Rams teaser, Big Web. Like, if the Rams got down to, like, literally just two points to, like, seven and a half, I think it's almost like a lock. You have to pick them. All right, so Don't there you scared. go. There you go. Go get them. Now go get them. There you go. That's Big Web's best four plays of the week. And that'll wrap it up for our week eight show. Good luck to everybody out there. God bless you all for listening. Once again, at Balcony Bruce Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, on YouTube as well. We'll have some video clips of us in our, our top picks. We're all, always going to post our locks of the week every week now. And also make sure you call us, 314-877-8597 with your locks. And we'll keep our own standings of your locks. If you're good, we'll bring you back. We'll make you yeah. a second expert picker. I know we got uh, Big Web's buddy down in Florida, Mr. Hessler, that we got to get on here because he's on fire. I, I hear he's amazing. Yes. So he, We're going to make him a star. Absolutely. You're going to get him out there. All right, once again, thank you for following us. Thanks for listening, guys, and uh, good luck this week. See you next week. I got, I got one message. Oh, you got one message. Go. go ahead. I got one message before we go. Gruden, you better not screw me this week. Oh, he's, it's it's over. It's totally over. Indy by a million. Wah, wah, wah. Let's go Raiders. Indy by a million. If they, if they let me down, I, I will never pick them the rest of the year. Because the humiliation next week is going to be unrivaled. Oh, well, no, well, you just started the camera and said that, so I'm going to record that and play it a million times over and over. <laughs> That'll do it, guys. Thank you. Let's See go Raiders. Ya. Bye-bye. Peace.